Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Eric, look out. Democrats in disarray. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, I've needed you so badly. I can't take a week away from you. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, boy, this is what the media loves, just Democrats oh, in yeah. disarray. And as President Biden said yesterday, it's two. We could unite the moderate and uh, progressive wings if it were for two people. It's two people. <laughs> Democrats are not in disarray. Two people are out of step. Eric, not just with Democrats, with 70% of the American people on, on yeah. all of these No, but the, the, the New Yorker said we're, the, there's a civil war in, in the Democratic Party. Yeah, I just put up a column at Press Run this morning about chaos and civil war. Look, uh, you know, obviously everyone knew the press was going to do this because they invent Dems in disarray. Mm-hmm. And here on the outside looking in, it does look chaotic. And there was a reason it was the opening skit on SNL over the weekend, because it does look like there's lots of, right. um, you know, warring factions and things like that. But if you cover politics for a living, you ought to be able to see what's actually going on. And you ought to be able to uh, explain to readers and viewers what's actually going on. And, you know, the New York Times completely lost its mind on Friday, saying that delayed vote was a hu- was humiliating for a Biden and Democrats. And basically it was a calamity for his entire administration. Uh, but that 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 deadline was completely man-made and artificial and optimistic. And they and it didn't happen. And nobody cares. It wasn't like the debt ceiling. And there was a consequence for yeah. pushing that vote back. Um, but, uh, yeah. And, 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 you know, the press is not used to progressives wielding power. Yeah. And I don't think they're, they're, they're used to a women of color kind of driving this, these tough negotiations. That's uh, right. And so they're, they're pitting the, you know, progressives as in revolt and things like that. And actually they're on the exact same page with the white house and yeah. the white house made it clear they're not happy with, uh, you know, the moderates and they're not happy with the two obstructionists in the Senate. So bottom line, you know, the press kind of got this wrong in a hyper ventilating, predictable way. Well, as you for perspective, you're always the only one almost that gives us a perspective. You just said reminder, Trump's GOP basically passed one bill in four years (laughs) and the press portrayed portrayed him as savvy. I mean, 
you know, it, as everybody said, this is complex stuff and it takes time. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it, it's, you're right that this, you know, sort of uh, sports coverage of it is, is just, it's, it's just, it's annoying. It really is, yeah. isn't it? Well, a, a, real, a, a real quick thing is, you know, the press got addicted to the Trump years of, you know, uh, 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 of just five different stories a day, every day for 1,200 days. Uh, and the news cycle was so uh, condensed and so hysterical for often good reasons because he was a madman. Um, but and, and you go fast forward to Biden, they got stuck with covering this infrastructure bill for six months. They're bored out of their minds. So finally, they see some drama. And instead of covering it kind of responsibly, they tried to go back to the Trump era. How would we cover this if this were a scandal? How would we breathlessly deal with an infrastructure, which, as you said, a very complicated one. It's one of the most transformative pieces of legislation that's ever been tried to been passed. It will transform this country in innumerable ways, which is another point. The contents are completely ignored, right? Mm -hmm. If you if I were an everyday news consumer, I would literally have no idea whether in these bills Oh, they're going to build roads and bridges. Okay, that's like one percent of what these bills would do. Right. Well, I mean, you also tweeted, by the way, it's absurd the premise the media keeps pushing that the failure to pass yeah. infrastructure bill will doom Democrats in the midterms 13 months from now. In 2018, the press was sure the border caravans would doom Democrats 13 days before the midterms. And that theory was a total bust. I mean, you heard the poll I just read that, yeah. you know, Democrats are way up in the polling. Not that, you know, we don't have to turn out like crazy between all this oh, yeah, voter yeah, suppression and all this other stuff. But, you know, you're right in all this. Dems and disarray stuff. You go all of the things in these bills are wildly popular oh with the American gosh. people. That's why Republicans are terrified it's going to pass, right? That yeah, and 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 look what happened with the COVID relief bill. Eighty percent public support. They couldn't get one Republican vote. There was a there was a reporter at the White House press briefing last week asked Jen Psaki, "What well, if this bill's so popular? How come you can't get support?" And it's just like, what are we doing? That yes, that is the game right there. Mm-hmm. Except you're missing what the importance of that fact is: that this wildly popular bill cannot get uh, much Republican, uh, much Republican support. Uh, but it, again, it goes back to this idea uh, that there needs to be drama, there needs to be good guys, there needs to be villains, there needs to be warring factions. Can't there just be legislation that's being negotiated? Right. I mean, yes. why do we have to like put everything on steroids? And why do Republicans get to be disappeared. You know, I pointed out my piece, you know, I I linked to a long CNN piece late last week on the state of negotiations. The word Republican was not typed once. They don't exist. They have no say. The reason this is so difficult to pass is because Republicans have essentially walked away from bipartisan support for a for an infrastructure bill, which has always been bipartisan. And, and there's zero percent coverage of the fact that they're willing to blow up the entire faith yeah, and credit the of the United ceiling. States of America. Again, it's just like nothing. They're just their obstructionism is just treated as normal now. Just it's normal. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, 10 years ago when the Tea Party faction came in and there was a there was a part of that Republican Party that actually wanted to blow up the debt ceiling and wanted the United States uh, to default. The the coverage was kind of like, oh, my God, who are these people who would want to do that? Now, the entire Republican Party, led by the Senate Majority Leader, has adopted that. And it basically told Democrats, we don't care if you blow up the economy. And it's just 
all assumed. It's all the starting point. It's never really addressed. It's not radical obstructionism. It's just Republicans, you know, being super savvy. Who wouldn't want to blow up the economy if you were the minority party? That, that's the starting point from, from all the coverage. Yeah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Well, and I, I've been dying. I've been talking about this all hour, but dying to talk to you about the coverage of these few statistically tiny portion of workers okay. that won't get vaccinated. You, CBS News, nurses say no. Resistance to California's vaccine mandate, blah, blah, blah. And you just quote several dozen. You have to read down <laughs> how far to go a few dozen. It's like, who cares? Good riddance if you don't believe many- in science. <laughs> How many Cal- how many nurses are there in California? I mean, my God! Yeah. And then I, I then I tweeted, you know, there's a town that had several dozen people protest the firing of a local high school coach. Why didn't you know CBS cover that? So I'm, I'm happy, you know, I've seen on Twitter lots and lots of people, tw- you know, pointing out that you know we have you know uh, 15 you know 15 healthcare workers you know re- you know uh, refuse to get vaccinated, and then someone points out. Out of twelve thousand, right? And, and there was this awful NBC uh, report over the weekend. Co- you know, co- you know, college students dropping out of college oh, because right. they don't want to. You know, they don't want to adhere to the mandate. If you read it, I think they talked to two kids, and one of them was a right winger, a Trump. Uh, you know, a MAGA. Yeah. yeah, this is not what's happening in this country. This is truly the silent majority. This is they're getting vaccinated. They're going to work. Yeah. they're being polite on airplanes. They're getting on with our lives. And you have this radical, loud, ugly minority, and the press is treating them mm-hmm. as the mainstream, and the press yes, is treating but, their, but, but Eric, this their, is uh, wild, their, their wild concerns as being valid when they're really not. But this is life and death, Eric. You know, we talk yeah. about this same subject every week, but this is life or death where the press coverage can affect things and make people feel like they're a bigger majority because of the way they cover instead of covering it that 99.97 percent of (laughs) nurses united employees whatever it is got vaccinated they cover the thousands of people you know leaving their jobs and i mean but like we said last hour it's the fight that gets the clicks yeah yeah. No. yeah. I mean, Eric, but they- but but it, but here's the thing, you know, when when progressives on progressives and Democrats on other topics fight, they get ignored. Yeah. I mean, look at the marches over the weekend for Roe v. Wade. Right. You know, you, you had to go look for those. Those were those were progressives in the street yeah. fighting and the press kind of in the press kind of shrugs. But going back to the covid and, and these, you know, mandate people that, you know, the 15 people that protest, it all goes back to the Trump voter coverage. You know, these white middle class, often Southern voters have been portrayed as the most important, the most authentic voices in American politics. And every every poll and every survey shows, uh, you know, this country is getting less white middle class by the day. But the press, I think, because of lack of diversity, sees themselves in these people, sees their relatives in, in these people. And they want to bend over backwards and pretend, you know, this radical minority is, is really 
you know, the most uh, or, or really speak for the masses in this country, you even know, though none of the data supports it. I was watching a piece on this stunning installation in D.C. with all the white, you know, flags yeah. that represent the over 700,000 uh. Americans that have died and all their individual stories. And, you know, you were you were tweeting about it. You just said basically 200,000 Republicans just killed themselves. I mean, you know, Since this cover- vaccination. Yeah. yeah, because of not being vaccinated. You just said it's a death cult part infinity. I mean, it's everybody like, you don't feel like they're covering that, you know? The, no. the, yeah. Everybody knows it's a death cult. Every note, every time, you know, how many right wing radio hosts have, have, you know, anti-vaxxers have died of COVID? How many people that, you know, showed up, uh, up at school board meetings have died of COVID? And not, uh, not one of these people, I don't think, has changed anybody's mind. I mean, this is I mean, people say Jim Jones and everyone rolls their eyes. Look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. And also. Those 600,000 going on 700,000. And again, the press just kind of shrugs its shoulder. When two people died of Ebola under Barack Obama, yeah. the press lost its mind. They said it was the end of the, uh, the Democratic Party, the midterms, the presidency. And, 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 we're, and we're watching Republicans kill themselves. 55,000 dead in Florida. <laughs> and the press is still writing about how Ron DeSantis has the inside track yeah. For the Republican well, nomination. Speaking of 2024, real quick before you go, Eric, it, you know, ever this Robert Kagan piece that scared the bejesus yeah. out of everybody in the Washington everybody. Post about that, you know, Trump is going to run and, yeah. you know, the just consistently underestimating him. I mean, the fact that he is not dead or in prison is okay <laughs> or enough isn't stunning enough. But, you know, no. you just took one piece and said you wrote a piece. Trump gets a pass for historic murder surge in 2020. You yeah, said yeah, the, U- yeah. the U.S. during Trump's final year in office posted the largest year to date increase in murder since the FBI began tabulating statistics more than six decades ago. The nation suffered a stunning 30 percent jump last year. Well, because of all of his stunning amount of policy failures, it's like you're right. They don't even cover no. one of them, let alone all of the stunning failures of the Trump administration. Right? I mean, he's gonna he's gonna run for re-election, obviously, and and the press is gonna say he's a shoe in for the nomination, and he just oversaw a thirty percent increase in the U.S. murder rate. That is a an incalculable policy failure. And more importantly, he did absolutely nothing while the carnage swept this country. Obviously, COVID. I think had a lot to do, you know, with the murder surge. But what did he do? So, can you imagine if if a Democrat were in the White House or, or was going to run for re-election? It was a thirty percent. So, as you say, all of his policy failures are just totally evaporated. They cover him as a celebrity. They cover him. You know, he's got the after base the, wrapped up after the, the death fact. of seven hundred thousand people. Thank you, thank you. Not covered. It's not covered. And, and between the murder rate and the yeah. COVID, it was the car, the death carnage under this guy because of his policies. I mean, he was telling people to put bleach in their arms. Yeah. He killed so many people. And it's not mentioned when, when you know, his reelection run. He, uh, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. All right. Oh, I could not live without you, Eric. Thank you. I, I'm taking you on vacation with me next time. I hope you like to bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a bike. Yeah. All right. Love All right. you.